We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, January the 15th, 2021. Today's show, South Carolina finally returned to the hardwood once again as the Gamecocks traveling to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers. I'll break down top storylines, LSU players to watch for, keys to the game, give my prediction for the game, much, much more here on a Pack Friday. Guys, sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service, they bring care and attention the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not, not a trucking company. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone in the crew is just invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service, guys. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom grading and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They are founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni, guys. So Gamecock owns small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in the year 2021, be sure to check out my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group and check them out on their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is Upstate Movers Group. Dot com. Shows us are watching by our friends over at my bookie. Guys, it's that time of year when the divisions are sided, champions are crowned, and legends are born. It's time for the NFL playoffs. Guys, you've waited, you've watched all year as your team either rose to the top or fell to the bottom, but now it's your turn to win big. And you've heard the name just about everywhere. My bookie. They're the industry's leading online sports book and casino. And it's not hard to understand why, with thousands of lines to bet on all your favorite sports, NFL, NBA, college ball, check, check, check. MMA and soccer, they've got all the latest odds, period, no matter the sport. Guys, take advantage of MyBookie's prop builder and live in-game betting where every single run, throw, and touchdown is another chance for you to put cash in your pocket. Guys, you can visit their mobile-friendly website today and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Just use the promo code GAMECOCKS. That's promo code GAMECOCKS when you make your first deposit, guys. And the best part is this. They make it simple with a variety of ways to deposit instantly, including credit card, bank transfer, Bitcoin, and more. Whether you're at the home or on the go on your laptop, your phone, it's not too late to make your New Year's resolution a resolution to get paid. Guys, bet, win, and get paid at my bookie. Let's get it.
folks. Happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. TGIF, wherever you are, whether you're on the commute, in the office, whatever it may be. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Guys, you know what the greatest thing about the Spurs Up show and what we do here as a business and everything? You know what I love the most is that, you know, we're going into year or I'm going into year four as a whole that I've been doing the Spurs Up show. And we continue to have firsts. And that's the most fun part of anything, right? When you continue to reinvent yourself and you continue to do different things and 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 almost even kind of surprise yourself, right? And you have a time of first. This is a first for me, guys. This show here on this Friday is a first because, number one, this is the first time I've ever recorded a podcast on vacation. And number two, this is the first time I've ever recorded a podcast laying in a bed. I'm literally laying in a twin bed next to my brother here. We're sitting here on vacation uh, somewhere down by Orlando, Florida. As you guys know, I'm in Orlando the next couple of days. We're going to Universal Studios. Really, really good stuff. Having a really, really good time. But I was sitting there thinking to myself, debating, going back and forth. Like, you know what? Am I going to put out a show on Friday? I don't know. Like, we're down here with the theme parks. Maybe I could just kick my feet up, have a good time. But you know what, guys? I love doing it, number one, but the content rolls on. There's things to talk about, and thank goodness we have it to talk about. It's not that we have to do it. We get to do it, right? That's the attitude I like to approach things with, and guess what South Carolina gets to do is play a basketball game this weekend. For the first time in nearly two weeks, the Gamecocks taking the hardwood once again, taking on the LSU Tigers. And, guys, I know, for one, I'm very excited about it because, listen, like I said, I'm out of town. I'm in Orlando. We're at the theme parks. But, hey, City Walk in Orlando, I'm thinking to myself, hey, a little 8.30 tip-off on a Saturday night, we might just sit down at Margaritaville or sit down at Cowfish or sit down at one of these restaurants, grab a brewski, and let's watch a little bit of Gamecocks basketball on the tube. Might have to make that part of the vacation. But either way, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Got a lot to get into. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Again, this is the game preview show for tomorrow's game. South Carolina taking on the LSU Tigers in Baton Rouge at the Pete Maravich Assembly Center, which what a name for a basketball arena that is. The Pete Maravich Assembly Center, an 8.30 p.m. Eastern tip on the SEC Network. LSU has been a really, really sneaky good team, by the way. 9-2 overall, 4-1 and one in the SEC. Uh, their head coach, of course, is Will Wade, that dirty scumbag that we're all familiar with. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Will Wade, though, guy we're all familiar with. He's had some run-ins with the NCAA. I don't know how he's still the head coach, but he is the head coach of the LSU Tigers. LSU offensively, to me, that is where they jump off the page, guys. Shooting 49% from the field. 49% from the field, 37% from three. Those are insane numbers those are insane numbers again they're four and one in conference play so it's not like it's just been a stretch where the tigers have found a way to do it you know non-conference beat up on the non-conference whatever you take a look at lsu in conference play beat texas a&m with the gamecocks just dismantled 12 days ago or so 77 to 54 they then lost to florida at florida 83 to 79 that was their one loss since then they've had three straight wins in conference Beat Georgia 94 to 92 in overtime. Beat Ole Miss at their place, by the way, 75 to 61. And their latest game Wednesday, LSU beat Arkansas 92 to 76 in a Wednesday night game in Baton Rouge. So again, you listen to those totals. LSU has done a really, really good job getting uh dispersing the basketball, spreading around the basketball, and scoring the basketball. 49% from the field, 37% from three. That just speaks for itself. Uh, LSU also averaging 86 
points per game and just holding their opponents to 70 points per game. Another kick, another great stat, by the way. They are 7-0 and at home. So LSU, you know, it's interesting. You do not think of LSU as like a basketball school, as a school that, you know, when you think of great basketball programs, you go, oh, yeah, LSU for sure. But, uh, you know, going back all the way, uh, you know, to the days of uh, – uh, God, what's the guy? See, this is how little of an NBA guy I am, right? This is how little of an NBA guy I am. I don't even know the uh, the dude that plays for the 76ers. But again, LSU's had a really, really good basketball program. They're not a basketball program to be slept on. They've, they've done a really, really good job putting together some good teams. And of course, Will Wade, despite his off-the-court antics, if you will, is a really, really good basketball coach. Guys, let's move to the top storylines for this game tomorrow. And again, I, I hate... And I truly, genuinely hate that this is the lead storyline for this game and has been the lead storyline for so many South Carolina basketball games. Pretty much it feels like all of them. But you have to start with the COVID thing. And South Carolina coming off yet another COVID break. Um, what did you miss? Two games. You were supposed to play against Tennessee and Ole Miss. Both games get postponed due to COVID-related issues within your team. So what does South Carolina's roster look like? I mean, are you playing with a full deck? I mean, we saw it when you came back against Florida A&M and you only had nine players available. And then against Texas A&M, yes, you dismantled them. You did great work, whatever. You got a huge win, but you still didn't have your full team. What does this team look like tomorrow in Baton Rouge for South Carolina? And does any rust take place? Because, listen, we thought before this, we thought before that the Gamecocks, after missing a month of basketball and then really kind of struggling in a Florida A&M game where they got the W, but it was a really close game for, for most of that game, you know, I thought South Carolina would struggle mightily in that basketball game against Texas A&M because I really thought you were going to see a team with rust. A&M had been playing. They, I, don't, I don't know that they had even missed a game yet. And, you know, the Gamecocks surprised us all and showed up and showed out and took care of business. What does this COVID break now do for South Carolina? What type of South Carolina team do we see out there on the floor? And again, does the break from play for 10 plus days after, a, after and that's the worst thing, after a big win over Texas a and where you felt like, you know what, the Gamecocks, maybe we're going to build some momentum now. You have a really, really good team. You know, I said after that game, you know, this is why we picked the Gamecocks to go to the NCAA tournament. When you look at that team of Lawson and Manaya and Kuznard and Hannibal and Levesque and McCreary down low, and you keep, you just rattle off these names and the way you saw them play against A&M and you weren't able to get that momentum going because you simply just can't stay on the floor. So again, what does the roster look like, number one? And is there sort of a hangover? Is there rust for the Gamecocks after a double-digit day layoff because of COVID? Do we see that tomorrow night in Baton Rouge? It'll be really interesting to see. Uh, another thing, again, back to the <clears throat> back to the COVID issues. It was learned late Thursday, no Frank Martin. No Frank Martin for the game tomorrow night amongst a host of other assistants. But again, Frank Martin looked at as the undisputed leader of this basketball program, certainly this basketball team. How does that affect South Carolina? And again, you can say that it might not. You can say that, it, you know, basketball is a player-driven game, but definitely at the college level, like coaching is very, very, very important. And listen, is, is Frank Martin going to have some kind of earpiece in his guy's ear telling him, hey, this is what we should do, this is what we should do? It's going to be weird watching a South Carolina basketball game with a raging maniac lunatic not on the sideline that is Frank Martin because we're all, we're all so accustomed to that and hearing Frank yelling and going crazy, and we all love it, of course. We love his passion. It's going to be weird not to have that. I wonder how South Carolina, again, as a team, 
how do they respond with their head coach? Literally, I'm, I'm assuming he's not even going to travel because he's in COVID protocol. So how does this Gamecock basketball team, again, you talk about adversity, and, man, the amount of adversity this team has had to overcome with the pandemic, having time off, and now, now you don't have your head coach in a big-time road conference game. The first road game in conference, by the way, for South Carolina this season because the Ole Miss game got postponed. So how does no Frank Martin – how does that impact this South Carolina team? We'll see. Uh, another big thing for me, you know, I, I talked about this stat earlier. LSU, 7-0 at home. I mean, they have been very, very good on their home floor. And again, I kind of just touched on it, but South Carolina, this being their first road game of the season, so what gives? You know what I mean? Can South Carolina be those road warriors? Can they go in there? And again, the spread has not come out in this game yet. Uh, spread total, none of that has dropped. Maybe by the time you guys are hearing this, that will have come out, but – I have to think the Gamecocks are going to be a road underdog in this game. Again, LSU with the statistics and their record and what they've done and also being 7-0 at home, I think the Gamecocks will probably be a road dog here. Can South Carolina take on that road warrior mentality? Because I think we all know they have the talent. They've got the players. They've got the pieces. Assuming everybody is, is good to go, which, again, is no given right now. But can South Carolina come in, snap that home winning streak that LSU is protecting right now? Again, and we all know LSU, I say a tough place to play, but of course with the coronavirus stuff, there's not going to be a full crowd or anything like that. But, you know, LSU defends their home floor really, really well, always has. And I just wonder, can South Carolina be kind of that road spoiler, if you will, and put a dent in that 7-0 home record for the Tigers? Um, next thing for me for South Carolina you know, A.J. Lawson was the star of the show last time the Gamecocks were on the floor, right? And that, that was one of the big reasons why South Carolina uh, beat Texas A&M. And one of the big things for me that I said after that game, and the beauty of this team is it's not going to have to be one guy night after night after night after night. Like, you have other guys who can score the basketball. Manaya, Kuznar, Hannibal. You know, your guys down low I already mentioned. Do you get Keyshawn Bryant back? If you do, he's another guy, literally a human highlight reel. But which guard for South Carolina gets hot. Because, again, and maybe it's stating the obvious, but I'm going to continue to say it. On nights when South Carolina's guards play really, 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 really well, they're going to win a lot of basketball games. But on nights where their guards do not play really well, it's going to be a major struggle, and especially in a game like this, like I said, guys, where LSU's scoring 86 points per game. They're holding their opponents to 70. LSU is shooting damn near 50% from the field and 37% from three. Your guards are going to have to be on point because, guys, you're going to have to score points to win this basketball game. You're going to have to score a lot of points. It might take 80-plus to beat LSU on their home floor. Is it A.J. Lawson again? Do we see Jermaine Kuznar come out? Do we see Justin Manaya blow up? Does Trey Hannibal have his coming out party? Which guard or guards is it? You know what I mean? Which guys is it on the outside winning on the perimeter for South Gun? Again, you're going to have to have those guys show up and show out and have big nights for South Gunna to really go toe-to-toe with LSU and keep up with LSU and have a chance to win this ball game late. Uh, last thing for me, and again, it goes back to the other side. I talked about the, the South Gunna guards and their ability to shoot and score the basketball but which Gamecocks and will the Gamecocks show up defensively? Again, no Frank Martin on the sidelines, right? We talked about the characteristics of a Frank Martin coach team in SEC play and just in general, but definitely in SEC play, they're tough as nails. No team looks forward to playing them. Very, very physical. Frank Martin's teams are very physical defensively. They lock down the outside. You saw guys like A.J. Lawson and Kusnard do that 
against Texas A&M. You saw this entire Gamecocks team locked down defensively against Texas A&M. Will that Gamecocks defense show up yet again? Because, again, I think if it does, if you see a Gamecocks basketball team go out there and shut down LSU on the defensive side, boy, oh, boy, you might have something really special brewing in Columbia with Frank Martin's squad. Because, again, you know, when you play really, really good defense, it's just like anything else. Defense wins championships, and South Carolina, I think, has enough there offensively where if they're top-notch defensively, they're going to win a lot of games. Much easier said than done, though, against this Tiger squad. Again, shooting 49% with the field, 37% from three, 86 points per game, and that's not by accident. Can South Carolina hold their own? Because I don't think you're going to stop LSU. Can they limit LSU just enough? Dictate the tempo of the game. Don't let LSU just run up and down the floor on you. Can South Carolina hang in there enough to give their guys a chance to score enough to win the basketball game at the end of the night. Uh, all right, let's move to some LSU players to watch for, guys, the Gamecock fans should be keeping an eye on. We'll start at the guard position. The diaper dandy himself, Cameron Thomas, the freshman, 21.8 points per game, guys, is leading the Tigers in that category. What a freshman season he is having to this point. Has been tearing it up in SEC play as well. A really, really special player for LSU. And again, I don't know who you're going to have on him. I'm sure it's going to switch over the course of the game, but whether it's Lawson, whether it's Kusnard, whether it's Manaya, this is a guy you have to account for. Again, this is not your typical freshman. 21.8 points per game speaks volumes to that. You got to stop the guard again. I think winning on the outside, winning at the perimeter, I talked about it in the AM game. I'll talk about it here in this one as well. I think winning that matchup on the outside is going to be a really, really big key for South Carolina to have a chance to win this ballgame. Uh, next player to watch for, for LSU, in my opinion, Ford, Trendon Watford. Trendon Watford, the sophomore, 18.3 points per game, seven rebounds per game. Uh, really, really big physical player down low. Six foot nine for the Tigers. Who's it going to be for South Carolina? Again, I'm curious to see what this roster looks like for the Gamecocks. Because, again, I think if you have Levesque and McCreary and especially Keyshawn Bryant, if you have those guys all ready to go, I feel really, really good about what you bring to the table. But, you know, if if one of two is out of Levesque and McCreary and, and you're having to play a smaller lineup, put seventh Woods down low, and you could struggle there. And, again, Watford's a guy second on the team in points per game. He's showing you he'll make you pay. Keep an eye on Trendon Watford in that matchup down low. And, finally, my final LSU player to watch for, the Ford, Darius Days. Days, a junior, 13.9 points per game. But here's the kicker leading LSU in rebounds per game at 8.5 rebounds per game. Darius Days, another big-time physical player. It's like LSU just spits these guys out. I swear, LSU just spits these guys out year after year after year. These big physical playmakers down low, Darius Days, no exception to that. Again, 8.5 rebounds per game, leading their team. You got to win that matchup. Hold your own down low against a guy like days. All right, let's move into the keys to the game. What does South Carolina need to do tomorrow night to beat LSU and move to 2-0 and in SEC play? And I just talked about him. Cameron Thomas, the talented freshman on the outside, frustrates the freshman. That's going to be my number one key for this game, guys. Again, you can't let Thomas just have his way. He's shown he'll beat you. He's not your typical freshman. Truly a diaper dandy, as Dick Vitale would say. You got to frustrate the freshman on the outside. Again, I don't know if that's Lawson. I don't know if that's Kusnar. But I think if you get Thomas off of his game, it's really going to throw LSU into a funk. You know, it's going to make things really, really tough for the Tigers. It's going to make things tough for them to get things going, if you will. 
and really get their offense functioning at full capacity. So frustrate the freshman. Again, I don't know which player is going to be for South Carolina is going to do it, but you got to find somebody I think that's going to match up on him all night long, get in his grill and kind of give him that, hey, welcome to big boy basketball moment. Yeah, you've played in the SEC, but you have not played in the SEC against this Frank Martin coach defense. Get up in his grill Make him get rid of the basketball, give it to somebody else, and frustrate that kid all night long. My second key to the game, get hot, stay hot. Hey, a lot of baskets go in when a lot start going in, right? It's just like a hitter, just like hitters in baseball. Hitting is contagious. One guy gets a hit, the next one gets a hit, all of a sudden the entire lineup, you're batting around, you're scoring 10, 12 runs, whatever it may be. Get hot, stay hot. Get guys like Lawson, Kuznar, Manaya. Get these guys on the outside going. I promise you, if you do that, I think things are going to work out really well for South Carolina. I think you're going to see this Gamecocks basketball team. You know, again, after a a delay and a stretch of being off and maybe not knowing, okay, we got to get this thing going again. Can we do it again? I think getting that early confidence, getting hot early, is going to pay off major, major dividends for South Carolina. And finally, my final key to the game, Like I've mentioned a ton, no Frank Martin. A lot of assistant coaches are missing in this basketball game. You've got to lean on your veteran leaders. Who are going to be the leaders that step up? I look at a guy like an A.J. Lawson. I look at a guy, if he's there, like a Keyshawn Bryant. I look at a guy, maybe a Wildens Levesque is ready for that. I don't think McCreary necessarily fits that role in regards to being a vocal leader. Um, but maybe a guy like Jermaine Kuznar is ready to step up in that role. Maybe a guy like TJ Moss is ready to step up in that role. But who's going to be that leader that holds everyone accountable, even with maybe Justin Manaya is that guy, by the way. But who's going to be that veteran leader who holds everyone accountable with no Frank Martin around? Who is going to be that guy for South Carolina? So, again, my three keys to the game frustrate the freshman, get hot, stay hot, and lean on your veteran leadership. All right, guys, that being said, let's move to the prediction. South going to take on the LSU Tigers tomorrow night. Gamecocks are going to move to 2-0 and in SEC play. Man, it just it gets harder and harder, you know, by the day to predict this Gamecock basketball team. Because, again, you've had double-digit days off. And the last SEC game that we came into, um, you know, Ole Miss, which got postponed, I did pick South going to win the basketball game because the first game of the season, you know, after, or the, excuse me, the first SEC game of the season against Texas A&M, you know, you had the layoff, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, there's no way South Carolina's is going to get this win. There's just absolutely no way. They're going to be rusty. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. Sure enough, they blow the doors off of Texas A&M. You've had a double-digit day layoff, right? You've had almost two weeks off due to COVID. You don't have your head coach. You're going on the road, and LSU is a damn good basketball team. You mix that all the all together, and for me, that doesn't spell a recipe for a victory on the road in the SEC. Um, I think the Gamecocks do hang in there. I think this is a really close competitive game. I think it's a back-and-forth game. Um, I think South Carolina actually does show up defensively and, and holds LSU well under their average but at the end of the day guys again I think LSU is going to be too much it's it's just it's just I simply cannot pick a South Carolina basketball team that again your head coach isn't there we have no clue who's going to be showing up Saturday we have no clue sitting out due to COVID and you're walking into a hornet's nest with LSU being 7-0 at home and the way they're playing and just in general just the way they're playing this game right now 
I, I, I can't pick South Carolina to win. So, again, I got LSU winning this ball game Saturday night, Tigers 74, Gamecocks 70. Like I said, I think it's a well-fought back-and-forth game. I think South Carolina will do all they can. Again, would it shock me if this Gamecocks team, for lack of a better phrasing, pulled one out of their ass and got a huge win on the road and got the 2-0 in the SEC? No, it wouldn't shock me, but I simply cannot pick it right now, guys. Again, LSU is a really, really good basketball team. This is not a scrub team. Four and one in the league for a reason. You look at their statistics. They are the way they are for a reason. It's going to be a tough one. But again, I think South Carolina will fight, scratch, and claw. Coming up just short in the end, LSU 74, South Carolina 70. So, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to do it for me. Um, this was fun. This was fun. I might have to lay in my bed and record podcasts more often. We might just say ditch the studio and, and, and lay in the mattress. We'll shoot some clips, you know, whatever. We'll, uh, we'll have a good time with it. I will say this is the most comfy. This is by far the most comfy that I've ever been uh, recording a podcast as well. But, guys, thank you again, by the way, for the love, support, everything, guys, sharing the content, consuming the content, especially, you know, I see a lot of you, hey, Chris, go enjoy yourself. You deserve the time off. Hey, Chris, go do this, go do that. And I'm definitely doing so, but you know what? And you guys probably think I'm crazy because I'm sitting here literally in Orlando on vacation recording a podcast. But you know what? I get to do what I love, and that's a blessing. And and I, you never look at something like that as, oh, man, I have to do this. It's we get to do it. We get to talk about a basketball game that's happening tomorrow night. That's a blessing in itself, guys. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Happy Friday to you all, and I hope you have a great weekend. Go Cox, beat LSU, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.